You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Step outside. Summertime's in bloom, everyone. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Spain and Portugal drew again, and England are up tomorrow. It's Friday, 3rd of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Andy Russell. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us. It's a Friday. It's a beautiful Friday. It's a warm Friday. And what an eventful Friday in Britain right now, Pete Donaldson, eh? Yes. You've brought your flag in. You've got, uh, you've got Liam Gallagher tomorrow at Nebworth, no doubt. Sadly, I'm not going. Oh, Marcus Speller, what are you playing at? Is Did it, you spend that... only money on Endum's tickets? <laughs> <laughs> the stretched Humvee limo couldn't get close enough to the park. <laughs> and I'm sleep deprived. So is, is, is bitterness about that the reason why you've... Like put a Noel sung song in the opener. I, yeah. Do you know what? I, that's my subconscious getting the better of me. Yeah, I think <laughs> it is. oozing out. Yes. It's like Venom, isn't it? Liam Gallagher's your Venom. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's the remedy, uh, is what he is. Well, uh, chaps, uh, some people will have noticed that, um, that actually uh, the gate to the weekend actually opened it first thing yesterday morning. Okay. It's back on holiday. So if you haven't already got through that gate for crying out loud, you've, you've come on. Goodness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, fake yeah, tickets. Yeah. If They've you got a fake ticket and I'm... <laughs> let me in. <laughs> it's if I've not opened the gate, the red arrows have. Okay. okay so, right. so so get involved. Uh, last night though, um uh, other than all the the, the jubilee celebrations uh, and whatnot. I thought it was uh, Pride Month. There was I had my top off running did, around Buckingham Palace. Did, well, I think people Come just, on, guys. Yeah, but you you often do, though, don't you? <laughs> Were you that guy that broke in that time? Yeah, I just want to see the Queen. Didn't he have his top off or is <laughs> I that? Think he did my own his top <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> The least the, weird thing about it. I detail. want to say the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> what? What will make me less inconspicuous? Probably <laughs> take my top off. Eh? I'm, I'm dressed down a bit. Well, you know. Uh, where was I? Spain won, Portugal won. Spain won, Portugal won. So it was a warm evening there, Andy. Well, You'd have you, had your you, top off. You want your top off in Sevilla at this mm. time of year, don't you? When the sun's gone down. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm, Bernie, Bernie. Otherwise. Yeah, um, but uh, what? Can, yeah. can you get factor one hundred and fifty? We could certainly aspire to that kind of thing. But um, it was a draw again between these two sides. Uh, they, uh, yeah, Portugal rescuing a point after um, going one nil down against last year's Nations League 
uh, runners up. I say last, it was a 2019 incarnation. Last mm. edition uh, last winners edition. of mm. the Nations League. Runners up. They were beaten by France, of course, in the final in Milan, I think it was, if my memory serves me well. It was San Siro, yeah. It was San Siro. Mm. Um, but yes, it was a draw. Uh, and uh, But we got a little sight of Ronaldo, Christian Ronald Peter, <laughs> after his hip injury. He's been out for a little while. He well, obviously it. thought, I want to, you know, I want remind, to play. I want to play. I want to remind everybody that I'm here, and yeah. uh, 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 and he and he and he came on. But Andy, you said before we came into this very studio that apparently there was uproar or surprise in Portugal that he didn't start the match. It was a big deal. It's the first time in five years that he's been fit for a Portugal game, and they've not picked him from the start. Is he right? Yeah. So Fernando Santos was asked about this afterwards, and he said it was just a, it, it's nothing to do with injury. It was a tactical choice. Mm. I thought we'd be better starting this game without him. And, and he, d- he did do some nice sort of touchline coaching, you know, a bit of uh, oh, we will. Euro 2016 revival. Love that. As he got his badges like De Bruyne, for crying out loud. But like, I, I just think that it, they, it, it, it's, it's, it's annoying for the manager because obviously, statistically, uh, Portugal win more matches when he starts mm. um, and, and, and when he's on the bench. Because he gets or, all them goals. Because he gets all them goals. But um, they did take half the match to get into it. They didn't yeah. seem to have a, a game plan and, and, and no. they didn't have an identity. And that is a bit of a worry uh, for, for an impending World Cup, I think, at Portugal. But that said, they'll probably end up in the semis. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it is interesting. No though. game plan, end up in the semis, Portugal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, it is interesting though because Santos, among other people, you mentioned Kevin De Bruyne there, has been quite critical of this uh, Nations League uh, group of games because mm. I think they've got four games in 10 days after mm. a very long season, of course. Now, that is due to the World Cup yeah. schedule and all that bollocks, um, which but, is yet another collateral damage of the World Cup, of course, is the, the Nations League. But the surprise with this game is it was bloody peppy, wasn't it? It, it was, was a fun game. Everyone seemed mm. up for it. Well, I think this fixture, that's why I th- it's quite good when you get a fixture like this, which is mm. a juicy one. It, the, the people are always going to care because it's a bit of a derby match. You know? Juicy you've orange. Re- yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, orange. you've resisted right. the temptation to say Iberian derby so far. Well done. Yeah. Um, but it is though, isn't it, Andy? <laughs> yeah. It very much is. Mm. I, I remember being in Porto during Euro 2004 and being in the main square there watching... Uh-huh. Top um, off on the big, oh, of course, yeah. uh, big screen. Mm. Um, that match where Portugal beat Spain, one nil, Nuno Gomes. Yeah, that's uh, he's good. Mm. Uh, and that was the first time that Portugal had beat Spain competitively. Yeah. So really, it's only in the modern era. Mm. Well, obviously, what Portugal have become in the last twenty years is a lot different, anyway, mm-hmm. in terms of competing for major tournaments. But you know, there is still a sense of yeah. we need to beat Spain. Yeah. We need to have a little go at Spain. There was a lot of disappointment in Portugal about the the performance. Spain deserved to win this. I, mm. I, I don't think there's any doubt about they that. Like, like people were saying. They were, yeah, yeah. But they didn't win it though, did they? And you're right, I think the head-to-head, they've played, I don't know if this includes last night's game or not, but I think they've sort of played 39 times. I think 10 of them have been competitive. And Portugal have won six. Mm. Whereas Spain have won 17 or 18 and then they've, they've drawn um, the rest. So there's a lot of draws in there. Yeah, but, there's but, that 3-3 at the Russian World Cup. Yes, of course. But but you're right. The Portugal game. haven't won that fixture that many times. But really, um, Portugal, have, as, a, as, a, as, in, as a national team, have really kind of come into their own in the kind of sort of mid-90s. You remember Euro 96, they had a good side. And then, yep. and then in the 21st century, they've done remarkably well with semi-finals and World Cups. Obviously won the Euros, reached the final, won the Nations League. I will mention it. Well, they're, um, they're kind of like the New Netherlands in that time, aren't they? Because sort if, of, yeah, if, if you look yeah. at the, the size of the population, yeah. the incredible amount of technical talent they And coaches. Produce, yeah, I, I, it's the coaches, really. I, I agree mm. with you. I think that's spot on. The coaches is the big difference. And I mean, that's a huge problem for the Netherlands at the moment, that they can't really produce coaches yeah. of, of that sort of standard. They're still looking to King Louis, aren't they? Uh, well, that's no bad thing, is it? Not, not, not for us, it's not. No. Uh, but looking at um, the, the, these two sides, I mean, how much we sort of read into these nations, these fixtures, as I say, a lot of people are sort of moaning about them and it's long season, blah, 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 blah. And we've got the World Cup coming. Um, how, how do you rate this Portugal side, Annie? Obviously, Ronaldo, where does he fit in and, and so on? But but looking at it, no, now, Ruben Diaz didn't, didn't um, you know, he wasn't partnering Pepe at the back, who, of course, managed to get his customary booking. But you've got um, Guerrero in there, Cancelo, you've got the midfield three of, Martinho, Silva and, and, and Fernandes uh, Leao who's been doing good stuff with with Milan this yes, season obviously yeah. it was Ronaldo there you got Joao Felix you know, and a number of other uh, players they, they look like they've, they've they've got something to offer yeah but I think they've got the wrong coach 
I think Fernando Santos is kind of in the Yogi Love zone at the moment. Ooh. Not that zone, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. Marcus is more than likely to get involved there. <laughs> Although I'm not even going to look to my left at the moment. Don't drag me into that dirty little zone. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to mention Gavi. Oh, don't worry, we'll and get to Gabby. Yeah, all right, come on. It's not his mum. It's not his mum. It's right. fine. Everything's fine. Um, Andy. No, 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 no. Santos, wrong coach. Yeah, that they that they needed to move on from him. To really? who? Um, get Jose in there. Well, like like you said, there's... Play a bit more there, expansive there, football. There are so <laughs> there are so many options. There mm. are so many... The, the quality of Portuguese coaches mm. is so high. Hands off Marco Silva. There are, there, there are so many options, of course. Yeah. There are so many options. Mm-hmm. But... You know, you think Leonardo Jardim, for example, he's not got a job at the moment. He's a great coach. Yeah, you see. But I, I don't, I don't know. There, there, are, there are so many great options and so many more progressive options. Uh-huh. I think he's done better considering he's basically quite a conservative coach mm. to integrate these more attacking sort of players. But there are these bits because he's like between these two identities. Like mm-hmm. they put in João Moutinho as a defensive midfielder tonight, uh, last night, yeah. and he looked like like Moutinho has been amazing for Portugal mm. over the years. He's also very old now. Yeah. He's not particularly physically strong. And against the young and, and quite a quick Spanish side, like, I thought that was he quite... Looked, mm. he, look, he looked like a miniature traffic cone. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was damn right unfair, actually. Put him in there without any help and so on. Yeah, well, they, they got they got Ruben Neves shot up for him at half-time, didn't yeah, they? Well, right, you know. And, yeah, overdue. In, well, it was in southern Spain, wasn't it? In yeah, yeah. Andalusia. Yeah, it was at yeah, Betis, yeah. After a long old season. That's he, the last thing. But it, it, even, sure. though, even though it was, a, you know, a very... A, a very uh, a surprisingly peppy game, and people seem to be up for it. And, mm. and, and Spain were, as I said before, very very wasteful. Um, I, I think they could Portugal could still have edged it if if yeah, Costa right. hadn't sure. sort of slipped before mm. the pass. He could have been a little bit further yeah. in Morata's face, and, and I think he, he, he possibly could have got a foot or a yeah. face on on, on the well, finish. Well, that's the thing about this. Why question. didn't you save it with your face? Why didn't you save it with your face? <laughs> yeah. Costa, ground out loud. But Peter, you've already mentioned him. Pablo Martin Paez. Gavira. Mm. Gavi, for sure. Gavi. Oh, Gavi, Gavi. Um, got He's a standing ovation when he was taken off with 10 minutes to go. Seemed to cover every blade of grass on that pitch. He was excellent. What a man. What a player. Mm. What a boy. What a boy, really. He's still a teenager. What an issue Barcelona have because they haven't yes. signed into a new contract yet and he's only got a 30 million buyout. That's oh, unlike Barcelona to bugger up financially, isn't it? <laughs> I know. It's strange. They'll take that 30, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's, yeah, right, yeah. that's the thing. Well, one of the rumours that's been floated in recent days because mm. obviously they want Lewandowski, Barcelona. He wants to go there. Mm. They have no financial way of making it happen at Swapsies. the moment. Some some have suggested that, but if I was a Barcelona fan, yeah. much great as Lewandowski it's is, a ridiculous I wouldn't like. That. I wouldn't want to be getting Lewandowski and losing Gavi in return. No, yeah. no that's a great not. deal if you were buying. I mean, surely not. Surely not. Surely not. Andy, it hasn't happened, and, and if it does happen, we will uh, reconvene on that subject and get angry about it and get very very angry <laughs> uh, indeed. But yes, uh, but but Spain, I you know they look like they've got a, they've, they've got a nice side to say final of the UEFA Nations League. We'll we'll be slightly disappointed they didn't make the. The, the final in the Euros, you know, mm. because they, they did have Italy slightly on the ropes uh, in that semi-final. Um, so Luis Enrique, I think he would be quite confident going into the World Cup with with what he's got. He's spoken about his side before. They've got some great young talent in there. They've got, uh, you know, they can knock the ball around better than than the vast majority, perhaps, of any uh, of the, the national sides. But I, I think uh, we're looking forward to seeing both of these sides uh, at uh, the World Cup, of course. Um, elsewhere, we, we go down uh, a couple of brackets uh, to um, League C in the Nations League. Northern Ireland lost 1-0 at home to Greece. They still haven't won uh, a Nations League game in 11 attempts, Northern Ireland, which uh, it's, is is quite damning, really. I think only Andorra have lost more games in the Nations League. Wow, yeah. is that right? Uh, yeah, they've, they've, they've not having a good time of it. Baraclough, I think, has only won one of his last 11 or something like that, but, uh, you know... It, for, for, for Northern Ireland it could have been even uh, worse as well Giacomacus missed a, a sort of outstretched uh, shot quite uh, quite early in the second half I think it was and they they they, they should have been 2-0 up and, and uh, Northern Ireland just looked so listless yeah and I think the, the, the crowd did their damnedest you know it was a bit <laughs> like Scotland versus Ukraine you know like everybody was just come on it. but it just it just wouldn't happen stop this but I mean that's inevitably Going to happen, really. You know, Northern Ireland—they're aware of of their of their shortcomings. Mm. Um, uh, you know, you know, you know, as a team, but they've always been greater than some of their parts. And and, and Michael O'Neill, who was at the game actually, I think for the mm. first time since he's uh, stepped down, 
as Northern Ireland manager was, was was there to watch. And you know these results are going to happen. I mean, they've 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 done very well over the last few years. They'll, they'll they'll regroup, and you wouldn't put it past them going away to Greece and and win. I think they've I think they've got Cyprus and Greece, which does sound like they've been in cahoots with um, tour operators and UEFA at the same time. Um, so it could be a lovely old job or going to those places at this time of year, the heat might beat them. Uh, but we, uh, we, we we wish them the very best, certainly. Man City's Shea Charles uh, got a, got his debut yeah. and uh, he's, uh, has he even played for Man City yet? Like... Well, this is, but that's the reality for, for a side like Northern Ireland. If they he's, have... got, he's got to be good. He's played for Man City. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's 18, he's played for Man City. He's got to be good. Has he got one of the tracksuits with his initials on? Right, he's in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that's, that's really it. But I mean, you, you, you understand why. Uh, Carl Lafferty, though, uh, mm. going up the other end of the, the age scale. <laughs> now um, we're talking. He's back in the squad. Being left out after the last three meetups. I think they thought to themselves, I think Lafferty was like, you're going to Greece and Cyprus. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that, that, that's it. I think the way you've put that, Mark, it's not yeah. he's been left out of the last three squads. He's been left out of the last three meetups. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Kyle Lafferty and meetups. <laughs> <laughs> I better not, Addy. I better not. Elsewhere in the Nations League, the big one Serbia versus Norway, Mitrovic versus Haaland. <laughs> 1 0 to Haaland and Norway. Yeah. Marcus hoping it's not a, a metaphor for the Premier League next season. Yeah, that's half time, Andy. It's half time <laughs> that time. All right. They, they've got away with that there, and they know that. And I think they'll be relieved to get away with that. Mitrovic did get a yellow card though, which is which is quite nice yeah. to see. Uh but yeah, Norway, they managed to keep him out. So I take my hat off to them. Uh, I really, really do. Of course, if this game was played in the championship, it would have been a different story. Uh, exactly. But, but it, confusing but, story. <laughs> Yes. How did this happen? Uh, <laughs> it was all in my dream. Um, a, a, a listener called Joe shared with us on Instagram, a former Norway striker, John Carew, um, is starring in a new film later this year called uh, Olsen Banden. Uh, he's had a pretty good acting career since retiring, apparently. He's got, he's got a leading man's jaw, hasn't mm. he, John Carew? Yes. He's good looking. Would have would yeah. have got like just bounce of jobs and roles in films, you know, henchmen, that kind of thing, just because of his size. And I think someone's thought, hang on a minute, we're, we're shortchanging this guy. Yeah, get that jawline front and center in, on this silver screen. Yeah, hundred percent. And we're away. Get him. What? What are those things? Get him hunting the. Uh, what are those big mythical creatures? Bats, trolls, <laughs> <laughs> trolls. Get him hunting Is some it troll trolls. Hunter? The troll Norwegian, hunter. Troll hunter. Norwegian don't film. Oh yeah, okay. They're big into that kind of care. Yeah, exactly. They? Big goblins and stuff. See, I was just goblins. I was, I was just <laughs> goblins and stuff, <laughs> innit? I was just thinking. I can't imagine John Carew in trolls. Lately with the along to Timberlake. <laughs> Have you actually seen some of uh, the Trolls movie? Yeah, well, there's a whole series as well. Oh, is uh, there? Right, yeah. okay. What's their vibe? What's their? What's, what are they all about? Are they violent? Because <laughs> 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 I just sort of wonder. Obviously, uh, Winnie the Pooh has gone into. Uh, you know, the copyright's gone on Winnie the Pooh, so people He's are gone into hiding because people of people are him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just getting on his tits. Um, he's like kind of uh, the copyright's gone on 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 Winnie the Pooh, so now people are making horror films based around the stories and, mm-hmm. and featuring the characters right. of like Winnie the Pooh, like a horrible Winnie the Pooh character. Oh no! So maybe uh, I just thought it might be like a really adult troll. Oh, people do that with. Peppa Pig on YouTube, though, don't they? Well, oh, what they subvert the uh, oh, we right? Okay. We don't need this, do we? And then you, so the kid's got the iPad, and you look over their shoulder. They're watching Peppa Pig. Oh my god, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> it's Peppa Pig in a wig. Um, well, uh, yes. Yeah, so well done, Norway. Yes. Um, they 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 hunted Serbia and they're hunting troll. I don't know, uh, but they've got a good win in you the UEFA Nations League. You don't have to link everything. It's fine. <laughs> I like it though. Just move on. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I hear that uh, uh, South Korea were beaten one five by Brazil, yeah. and it was a bit of a roller coaster. Yes, yeah, so now we know. I didn't realise that they were even playing Brazil. So now we know. Well, why I thought I, well, it must be. I didn't. I was like, why have they gone? Are I they stayed... on a layover because they can't fly over Russia or something? I don't know. I've got to I, figure it out. I stayed quiet on yesterday's pod. Thinking, I stayed pretty quiet. Yeah. Pete's going to embarrass himself. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Um, I mean, an important statistic is it marked Brazil's 100th game since they were beaten 7-1 by Germany in 2014. <laughs> okay, they've fair, managed it Andy they've kept on going they've banded together and they've got a big win of their own not quite seven but it was 5-1 at Son and Neymar swap shirts mutual appreciation yeah 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Earlier this week, uh, Son had said that he is the best player in the world. I think that was Neymar. He's not going, I'm the best player. <laughs> I have difficulty imagine saying, hearing Son say that. But someone needs to mm. because he didn't get the PFA Team of the Year, did he? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm brilliant. Apparently, Emerson Royal revealed uh, revealed before the game, um, saying that Sonny asked me about Neymar. He says, "Does he know me?" I reply, "Hey, son. Of course he knows you, man. Just as you admire him, he can admire you too. You're a star. You play a lot of ball. <laughs> <laughs> can I come to a party then? <laughs> Ask him if I can come to one of his parties. Of course he knows you. You play with Tottenham Hotspur. Deary me. Gus Hiddink, uh, uh, of course, knows uh, South Korea pretty well. He said they would have won the 2002 World Cup if they'd have had Son. No, yeah, not I mean, the refs. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Ref. just not how it works, do, is it? Do you remember, do you remember you sang Chol? Uh, Chol, is it Chol? The the, the um, uh, he was a midfielder. Team in the team of the tournament in 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 that tournament. Oh yeah, fucking amazing player. And and then he revealed after he finished playing that he only had one working eye. Really? Like football's all about death is perception. Right? Yeah, he, he finished and he just went. Yeah, he only had one eye. I tricked sure? all of you. Yeah, wow. well, he, well, he died last year and I didn't oh. realise. Pancreatic cancer. Oh, shame. Really That's shame. It, that is, he was a hell of a footballer. He was, yeah, the, he was cracking. You said it was, uh, that is um, amazing. Yeah. Um, Andy, yesterday you sort of scoffed when I mentioned Brazil's chances at the World Cup. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Well, if you didn't hear it, then just trust me on that. Don't listen to it. Um, uh, but uh, Brazil... Um... Marcus Speller drives down listening figures <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. All right, fine. Andy said he didn't watch them enough, probably because they're not good enough for him to watch something like that. <laughs> but, uh, they do look like they have a very, very good squad of players. I mean, you've obviously got the two goalkeepers. Well, One know, and two are solid. I know they've got Andy, a good squad of players. No, I've Andy, seen the roller coaster. I'm going to have to remind you. Danny Elvers, I think, was captain last Last night at the age of 39. Love that. It's like wonderful. It. Um, Thiago Silva, obviously old, but uh, still very, very good. Marquinhos uh, 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 as well. Alex Tellis, get a Man United player in there. Fred, have another one. Hey, <laughs> it turns out it. they're good when they're not at Manchester United. It yeah. does. It Everyone does. What a big reveal. But, you know, Ede Militao, obviously Casemiro, I mean, Coutinho, apparently he's still decent. Fabinho, Bruno Guimaraes. Danilo, Richardson, Neymar, Gabriel Jesus, Rafinha. I'll tell you what, Vinicius Cunha Junior. is there going... How many times do I have to go on that bloody roller coaster with them before I get mentioned? <laughs> Rodrigo, Andy, can I interest you? Obviously, uh, for me, they've got a good side. And yeah. I think at the World Cup, they'll be one of the favourites. Do you not agree now? <laughs> yeah, well, what I'm hoping mm -hmm. is that um, Edison gets his long realised dream of uh, playing outfit. That would be nice. That would be nice. I, I remember I asked him about it once and he said, mm -hmm. you, you know when you, you, you ask a goalkeeper, mm. can you see yourself playing out of field? Yeah. And they sort of drift off and go, yeah, I'd love to be up front. I hadn't even got to the end of the question. He went left back, Roberto Carlos. And that's, that's all me. <laughs> but the way he passes the ball, he probably passes the ball better than Roberto Carlos. People think <laughs> of you, Andy, as a serious journalist. I asked you what Brazil's chances were at the World Cup and you start talking about Edison playing outfield. Yeah. It's a Manchester City tradition, isn't it? I was about to say, you're being dangerously uh, aligned with Stuart Pearce on this. Peter, Brazil, World Cup, what do you reckon? You fancy them? They're a shit pit. They're going to get kicked out first round. All right, everybody. <laughs> well, if you want more uh, scintillating football chat about uh, more European football, you can catch yesterday's On the Continent end of season special. European, exactly. European. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, on Football Ramble Presents, Dot and Andy, we're joined by David Cartledge, Nicky Bandini, Miguel Delaney for the final word on some of the big stories that have dominated European football this season. More importantly, Andy, you said you hoped Alex Lacazette will come home and it looks like he's about to. Willing everything into existence. That's what we do on OTC. <laughs> and that's what we uh, aspire to do on the Football Ramble. All right, let's have a quick break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Well, I know it's half time in the tie, but that's an incredible advantage. Do you feel like the job is done? No, I don't feel like the job is done, but it was a good job done. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway, everybody. I uh, kind of get that. I kind of get it. I know I'm what into he means. It. Yeah. yeah. He's just stumbled, hasn't he? Yeah. He has just stumbled, like poor little Michael Owen did after the Liverpool defeat in the Champions League final. They're still the team to beat. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, right, everybody. Let's have an email. If you've got something for us, showfootballramble.com. Oh, quick one about blooming pyramids, guys. Uh, Rob here, the lawn pumpy fan from your New York show a few years back. I'm still in New York and I'm writing my PhD dissertation on the history of Egyptology. And normally the ramble doesn't stray anywhere near my academic uh, interest. However, uh, on Wednesday's show, it inadvertently did with the be- best or biggest pyramids chat. <laughs> Um, Pete, understandably, given conceptions of ancient Egypt among the public, he's, he's, he's looping this in with the public there, mm, very nice, yep. uh, claimed that they're all in Egypt, surely, when referring to the pyramids. I knew this was coming. I yeah. knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming from somebody. I'm glad it came from Rob, who's actually, you know, put his hand in his pocket and, and bought a ticket for the Ramble show. Uh, this is actually not true. The modern nation state with the highest number of pyramids is Sudan, yeah. with around 250 compared with Egypt's measly 138. Mm-hmm. The Sudanese pyramids uh, were built by the Kushite and uh, Napatan elites during the course of the first millennium BC and are generally smaller than their mm-hmm. Egyptian counterparts. Uh, he then goes on to uh, wax uh, more than lyrical uh, about how much he can't stand uh, people who are into deep e- Egyptology <laughs> uh, conspiracies, etc., about where the, where the pyramids came from. There's a big pyramid in America, isn't there? And there's a big golf shop. Up, it? Uh, oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about Vegas there. Yeah, well, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pyramids <laughs> exactly. in Mexico, mate. I've seen a couple of them. Okay. Does All that right. count as a pyramid or is it one of those steppy ones like the. Uh, you like can the... have steps. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, it, it, well, the pyramids have smaller bricks, don't they? But the ones down that, like that way yeah. are all like big, like you couldn't climb up them. Oh, I see what you mean. Without a stairwell. Yeah, I uh, I don't discriminate when it comes okay. to pyramids. Good man. I think they're all as long where, as it's got a little. Where do you stand top. on getting your uh, getting your brain pulled out of your nose? Oh, like mummification. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, will, will never had see, it done. Will we, have, <laughs> will we ever see you surrounded by cats in a in a in a chamber? It's unlikely. I'm more of a dog man. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. But uh, you know, try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be the ones. Yeah. Um, show at footballrabble.com for that kind of nonsense. Lovely. Yeah, excellent stuff. Uh, tomorrow, it's the big one. Hungary versus England. So soon after the last time these mm. two sides met, of course. It's 5pm on Saturday. It will kick off. And my goodness, if you are in the United Kingdom, you are in for a treat because Jules Bloody Breach is presenting coverage of this on Channel 4. It's so exciting. Terrestrial Breach. They won't know what's hit them. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? 20 England games will be free to air uh, across the Nations League and the uh, 2024 Euro qualifiers because the Nations League games have uh, have not been free to air, uh, most or all of them, I think, involving England. So, yeah. So, not only is it free to air, uh, you're going to have more jewels breach in your lives. Yeah. You you know what? I I don't want to go on about free to air football because I always go on about free to air football, but it's it's so important. Yeah. I, I, I feel it was something mm. very important in my life when I was when I was a child growing mm. up supporting there's no way we would have been able to afford Sky and I think particularly the way things are at the moment you can overlook the fact that you know it's Sky BT etc it's bloody expensive mm. and a lot of a lot of households are 
are going to be canning it. Yeah. And the relationship that you develop with a competition or a league or teams or whatever mm-hmm. through free-to-air football. You think of like how our generation feel about Italian football, for mm. example, which is something that's always going to stick because we could watch yeah. it for free on Sunday afternoons. It's, it's amazing. It's super important. Yeah, absolutely. And right. it's, it's great for England. It is great for England. Um, and of course, this will be the first of England's four Nation League games over the next 10 days. Oh, it's going to be like the World Cup, isn't it? Thick and fast, <laughs> everybody. Uh, obviously, they've got yeah, Germany and Italy as well, and then Hungary at home. Uh, Southgate did say he's planning on rotating his squad through um, these games to avoid burnout. And I think. Does that the... mean Jared Bowen can't play them all? No, I think Jared Bowen will have to play them all. If he can't play them all, I'm out. Well, those who went deep in the Champions League and the Europa League will probably be quite relieved, although I think Jared Bowen is probably quite up for it. Did you see that lovely video of him arriving at uh, St. George's Park, um, you know, in the Midlands, and he was going, Yeah, a big form finger on. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) Quite the opposite, actually. He was like, Yeah, I am a little bit nervous, but, you know, Declan Rice has been really nice and. you know, I'm sort of looking forward to it and blah, 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 blah. Whereas, yeah, Jack Grealish was like, you know, tie around his head, foam for... <laughs> I'm the king of the castle. Um, apparently he's hit back at his critics with his post-Premier League title celebrations uh, and all that. He said, there are, there are people that are at England with me now who went to Vegas, Ibiza, Marbella, and all these places, no one said a word, but because it was me, people were saying things. Yeah, but you had a picture you with did, Wayne Lineker. You did. That was that was your. That was your. <laughs> you did do it on the telly, though. Yeah, you, you, know. you were quite vocal. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go at the uh, captain of Paraguay. Thank you. You go along, Almiron. Yeah, what was that? Why was that? Just picking on him. That's unfair. My neighbour, Miguel Almiron. Is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Really? Uh, what? You live among the rich and famous in Newcastle now. Yeah, he's just he's just down the road from me. Yeah. Down the road. Well, how down the road, Andy? Neighbour. <laughs> I know. Neighbour. Oh, dearie me. But yes, Jared Bowen uh, and also James Justin uh, could be in line with their... For their yeah. I yeah. love JJ. Oh, we, also, we need more Jays in there. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, we want to see some Tammy Abraham minutes. We, I, we I, definitely I, do want to see I Tammy I think Abraham. this could be really important. Oh, no, I do. Not... For, for, I think Bowen and Abraham in particular. JJ, not... left back. Get Barnes in there. Then banging it up to yeah. him. Up yes, right. I love it. He's no, not in not the squad, just, but yeah. I know, I know, but he should be. He should be. I agree. I, I tell you what, not just building on Tammy Abraham is important because he's had a really, really good season, and as I think we've mentioned on here before, a really good season where it's uh, easy to overlook if you don't follow Roma forensically. But there was a really difficult middle bit where they were playing really badly, and he wasn't scoring mm. at all. Yeah. Um, when you go back to the, the the start of this calendar year, so for him to get past that, I think shows amazing fortitude. Mm-hmm. It, it works really hard, even when it's not really happening for him. And the thing is, England have never had a cane backup. No, he has played so much football. He he simply cannot continue playing the amount of football that he's been playing for his career for the next five years. If you want to like make Harry Kane. Mm-hmm long-term, medium-term, even medium-term, I think, for England, to get the most out of the rest of his career. You know, we were talking about Fernando Santos managing Ronaldo earlier, Mm -hmm. which he's been very, very good at. And he's he's known when to say no. He's known when to change the tactics Mm -hmm. to take a little bit of pressure and a a little bit of physical pressure off Mm -hmm. him. That needs to happen with Kane. There needs to be a reliable Kane backup, Mm -hmm. stroke first change. And, And you look at Abraham, and he's the guy who could be that. Yeah, and also... The the, the the Kane backups will be very different types of player to Kane. Yeah. Which will influence how England then play going forward. Uh, you know, when, when when they're on the pitch. I mean, Dominic Calvert-Lewin was probably the backup during the Euros, wasn't he? Um, or certainly one of them. Yeah, and there's no even... comparison at the moment with well, and, Abraham and, in terms of form. Yeah, and I know Lewin's, Calvert-Lewin's had his sort of few injuries and whatnot, but yeah, form-wise, he's dropped off. Whereas yeah. Tammy Abraham has been playing um, very, very well, scoring goals. I think the interesting thing, if you're talking about a Kane locum, um, <laughs> he's he's someone who, Abraham has really been working on his link game mm-hmm. as, as well, which I, I think no, is quite is interesting. Yeah. And of course, no one's comparing him to Harry Kane for now. I think that would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I think that he's kind of moving in that direction. When you look at his age, how he could progress as a player yep. over the next three to four years, it's interesting. Well, yeah, and I've... I've quoted Mourinho a couple of times on, on Abraham and I'll do it again damn it all but he said you know I'm going to create a, a monster for Gareth Southgate to pick mm. and, uh, and 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 he has I mean Abraham we, we, we know he's got talent he just hasn't quite had the minutes at Chelsea of course he's gone loan here and there and 
like an, a, a handful of English players now, they're thinking, actually, going abroad is an option. Mm. And it's a good option. And you can go there, you can play for a big club like Roman, they just won a European trophy, get minutes, and you can score goals and show people what you're about. Um, Tamori's another one um, who's, who's gone abroad and just won Serie A, of course. And, 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 and uh, for crying out loud, we want to see him. Isn't it a delight just to see Tamori in the training kit? Because yeah. I, I, I feel like we've waited quite a long time for it. I, th- I think uh, and th- right. th- th- there have been a lot of people like mm. who've written into the show, mm-hmm. people on social media and stuff, who've been desperate to see him in yep. the in the squad for a long time. He, he really, he really yep. deserves it. But it's not just with him. It's not just being a good player. He's, he's been an absolute leader on yeah, the pitch yeah. and for I think, Milan and, this season. Uh, I think I think that's really important. It is really important um, because Harry Maguire has obviously had a lot of criticism. We know all about that. He is one of Southgate's. Leaders, mm. I think he has four players, doesn't he? Southgate, who are the kind of um, you know, the head boys uh, Kane, Sterling, Maguire. Is it Henderson? I think the other one, yeah, it right. must be. I think, yeah, I think actually maybe Connor Cody was in there just for the, for the lols, but no, Connor, even though he doesn't play that much, he's obviously a big presence around the camp, and that is important, especially when you're at tournaments. Um, so, so Maguire is important, but if Maguire's form really drops off a cliff. Or something, you know, when he got injured in, at the start, when he was injured and going into the Euro, suddenly everyone was a bit like, oh my goodness, we got at the back there, it was a yeah. bit jittery. Well, that's where someone like Tamori is important because not only have you got a quality player, you've got a guy who can lead as well. Because I think, you know, Stones has been very good for England over the last sort of few tournaments, yeah. a couple of tournaments. Um, but not really a leader per se, mm. uh, you, you would you would suggest. I, I can see him and Tamori clicking really well, actually. Yeah. Well, because Stones and Gomez actually were forming a nice little partnership with a couple of times in, in the UEFA Nations. I think it was Croatia and one or two others. Uh, but obviously Gomez, he's had his injuries and and, and whatnot. And I, I don't know. Right. Stones... And I don't know whether the fallout with Sterling that time between the two of them yeah. is maybe still lingering around there. I don't. I don't know. I've not heard anything. You'd, else. you'd hope not. I mean, Gareth you, you, Southgate yeah. has been quite good at like moving that sort of stuff on, hasn't he? He, he has. He has. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just pure speculation. But um, but looking at the the, the the squad, I mean, there are some some players in there who are going to provide a bit of youthful exuberance and. We, you know, say I want to see tomorrow. I want to see Jude Bellingham because I think going forward he's going yeah. to be crucial for England. He's totally. a fantastic player, and he's the type of midfield player that England don't really produce that much of. Conor Gallagher as well. I think Bellingham is further ahead in his uh, sort of in the pecking order and his, his development and so on. But Conor Gallagher. I mean, if, if you if, if you're looking at players who maybe haven't played the the ridiculously long seasons that some have. Players who are, you, you you want them to be a bit fresher and a bit keener and a bit, uh, provide a bit of energy for these games. Well, Conor Gallagher could be the man. I mean, that's what that's why the Nations League is is so important, yeah. really, because it's competitive football. And we saw with Spain, Portugal last night, as people were saying, it's something that's taken mm. it's something that's taken seriously by I would say a vast majority of of, of players. Yeah. It, it is much more important, even if a lot of players, especially the ones at the elite clubs, are complaining about the schedule and, you know, that's not solely an international thing. And I, I can completely understand why mm. they would be a bit Nations League agnostic at the moment. But to have something competitive that's not a World Cup and a Euros, yeah. where you can test players out to make sure they're ready for it, is super important. Conor Gallagher, what you were saying is interesting because did you see his Instagram post like saying goodbye to Palace oh, earlier in the week? Oh, oh. So, like, you, you know, that he's... He seemed to close the door mm. to a second Palace loan mm. on the on the back of that. So he clearly fancies his chances at Chelsea. I'm really interested to see how that that bit, I guess, between the season starting a bit early mm-hmm. and the transfer window, it will be a ch- chance not just for Chelsea to test him out, mm. but for him to test the water and to to see am I am I going to get decent minutes here or do I need to go and look for another club for a year? Yeah, and it's it's a tricky one for someone like Gallagher because obviously he's signed for Chelsea, he wants to play for Chelsea, you understand that, you know, despite yeah. all what's going on and I know that, the, you know, they've got their a new billionaire owner now and all that kind of stuff. They're a huge club and, they're, and they're, they win trophies and it would be... You well, know, he's a confident boy. He's definitely backing himself. Totally. Yeah. To, he's to, had a, to get in that squad, to get in that team. But, but he will also be aware of what's been going on with, you think of like Callum Hudson-Odoi, who got a little run out for England and there was a little, and I think he's declared elsewhere Ghana. now. But uh, but also you look at Loftus-Cheek, who again, got, he's been getting a few minutes here and there and so on, but it's not quite as much as perhaps you would want. Can Gallagher break in and be that regular? Like Mason Mount is, you know, looking at the other like English Danny players. Drinkwater was. Like Danny Drinkwater <laughs> was. Exactly. Oh, 
Premier League winner, Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> have a bit of respect. But uh, but anyway, um, but it, of course, England against Hungary, the game was supposed to be played behind closed doors as punishment for the, the racist and discriminatory behaviour of the Hungarian fans uh, at the Euros in, in 2020. But UEFA are allowing uh, an unlimited number of school-aged children to attend for free. So there's expected to be 30,000 there, which... I mean, behind, I, look, I'm, I think we're all for for school kids being given the chance to go to football and all the rest of it. Yeah. But when you're being punished for behind closed doors, and then thirty thousand of them are going to be there, I do think okay. I mean, England have done the same for their game against Italy. We need to say uh, next week um, there'll be about two or three thousand children there. I think it's at the Molyneux, isn't it? In it's happened before with, with with closed uh, friendlies like that. But yeah, it, I mean, yeah. especially because I just, I don't know a lot of think. the issues at, at the gates uh, in the final were school kids trying to break in. So it's kind of like... <laughs> well, that's England you're talking about. Yeah, but, sorry, but, yeah. but but with regards to Hungary, though, you've got that sort of, you know, awful um, behaviour from the Hungary fans. Mm. and the, But the punishment, and then they are going to have a lot of school children there. I, I don't know where I sit with that. It reminds me of when Fenerbahce had a, a similar oh, women's. situation. It was, it was all women and children. Mm. And there were quite a lot of blokes like dressing up as women oh to, to try and get into the game. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure how I'm you not dress up fun. as being 10. Are, are you that's, worried? That's gone back to fun yes. for me. That's gone like, yeah, I know what I'm you like, mean. oh, that seemed like fun though. Yeah. Is the bloke from ACDC going to try and get in? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Elsewhere in England's... Uh, Jimmy gr- Cranky. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Hello, young didn't listeners. Ima- <laughs> didn't imagine him getting a mention on the on the no, round. I, I, but I always live in hope. Um, yeah, it should have been yesterday the Scotland match. Oh dear! <laughs> uh, elsewhere in England's group in the Nations League, Italy faced Germany on on Saturday night. Germany have uh, a chance to, uh, to 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 have a go at Italy, which um, you know they'll be confident they will have seen what Italy did or didn't do rather against Argentina, and uh, it, Germany are unbeaten since that defeat to England last summer. So uh, they'll be in confident mood. Hansi Flick was praising, praising rather, his new uh, young players like uh, uh, Dayemi and uh, Musiala for bringing a refreshing vibe to the team this week. And Adeyemi was talking about the fact that he's already vibing with his new Dortmund teammates, of course. Yes. Uh, Zula has, has, has just gone there from Bayern. Uh, Nico Schlotterbeck as well. Him and Adeyemi are quite close. It's quite interesting. I think if you're a Dortmund fan mm. and you're thinking we could turn, if this all goes well, we could turn out to be the spine of the Germany team yeah. going forward, which would be a massive mm. departure for for them. But I guess Italy are trying to do the same thing and they're a little bit further behind because Mancini is very publicly and very self-consciously mm. trying to go young. Yeah, well, he, he said that... Uh, the, the finalissima was going to mark the end of the last generation. Uh, Chiellini, Jorginho, uh, Berdaneschi, Insigne, Verratti all went home yesterday. Just, where else are they going to go? Yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't know, where, where, wherever Jack Grealish is right now. <laughs> but I, I find it intriguing um, with this Italy side because Mancini came in and there was a bit of a rebuild. And he did bring in some, some some younger players and some fresher faces. And then they win the Euros and they were brilliant in that tournament. And then they failed to to qualify for the World Cup and now it's like, right, we need a rebuild, we need to get some... Re- and I, that, I mean, that's constantly the case in international football, generally speaking, that you've got sort of older players and you, you, you're refreshing them, trying to bring in youngsters and so on. I just, I find it very quite unique what's going on with the Italy national side at the moment, really. Well, there, there are two major issues for them. Hmm. One, the initial success under Mancini was a bit like Wenger's Arsenal. Yeah. You know, it's great young players moulded onto you know, pretty experienced defence. Mm. I think the other thing is they've never really found that centre forward. Yeah. But th- then again, I-, I guess that's recent Italian tradition. You know, they didn't have an unstoppable goal machine at the 2006 World Cup either, did they? Mm. You know, you think Balotelli got called into that squad at the first bit of this calendar year yeah. and, and, and then Mancini decided, no, he didn't want to go with him. I wonder if that's the point, and I'm not blaming it all on Balotelli for a moment. I mean, you know, it's, it's not always him. But I think... I wonder if Mancini looked at that and thought, you know what, I need to keep going with this rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were the best team at Euro 2020 and yeah. they deserved to win. But there was never a sense, I don't think, that this team is the finished article. Yeah. Perhaps the biggest game of the weekend is on Sunday at 5pm, Wales versus Ukraine. Uh, of course, huge game, um, which means the winner of this qualifies for the World Cup. Wales have not been to the World Cup since 1958, 64 years ago. So it's a big one for them. But of course, Ukraine, much 
uh, as we, we spoke about the other day when they when they beat Scotland, very emotional um, uh, stuff for them, uh, and they will have uh, you know they, they will be up for this one. You would you would think and some refugees have been given free tickets to the game, which is quite a nice touch. So uh, Peter, Wales versus Ukraine, are we going to see Gareth Bale? Um, uh, yes, <laughs> we, we we are going to see him definitely. But is he is he going to put on one of those displays to get Wales to the to the World Cup, or are we going to see Zinchenko and his dancing feet and his Boys make it. I can't. Well, look, if you're coming to me yep. as to whether Wales or Ukraine are going to win a football match, yep. you've picked the wrong person. Right, okay. Probably better off asking Andy. Okay. But uh, I am very much looking forward to this match. But who I'm, not you... in, I'm not in the game for predictions. I don't care if this is the preview show. Uh, well, I'm not asking you if, if, <laughs> if for, for a prediction necessarily, but who would you fancy? Because Wales is a great story, of course, and they've done very, very well in, in, in recent years. But how can anybody not want Ukraine to go through? Yeah, I, th- well, I think some of that kind of steam kind of it moves on from the previous match. I think mm-hmm. Scotland absorbed a lot of that, bless their socks. Yes. Uh, so Wales don't necessarily have to worry about mm-hmm. that narrative as much as, as, as much. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and if Ukraine fall at this particular hurdle, it, it, it's still uh, an incredible story and an incredible yeah. journey. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, any neutral would sort of love to see Ukraine at the World Cup. I think yeah. that's fair to say. I think that's fair. I think that's very, very fair. Andy, um, in in typical BT Sport fashion, we've got to say that uh, this weekend, Solihull Moors are playing Grimsby at the London Stadium. Give them their proper name. Neil Ardley's Solihull Moors. Oh, of course. Ex-Wimbledon legend. Uh, Grimsby <laughs> have a shot an immediate return to League Two, by the way. Uh, it's the National League player final, this one, of course. But yes. Uh, Such a good one last year with Hartlepool. Yeah, the pools. Yeah. The pools. Well, the thing is, if anyone's going to lean into that sort of drama... <laughs> It's Grimsby, isn't it? Keep a score in the last minute again. I love it of that. Yeah, well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Solihull Moors, um, they were founded in 2007, spent their entire existence in non-league, and now they have a chance to get up to the Football League. I like it. Incredible. My like question it. is, how many people are going to be there to see it? Well, because it's a weird choice of venue. It is. And there's been, of course, a lot of talk about the ticket prices. That's week. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the price tickets, it, it, they, I think they start at £40. It's quite high. Yeah, and of course, you can never buy any ticket for face value these days, which, no, is, which as, is a quite annoying thing about modern life. As discussed before, um, Finn, our producer, mm-hmm. um, tried to buy tickets to Endubs and to uh, wherever it was, Sheffield or something, yep. uh, 120 quid. So I think ticket prices have gone uh-huh. crazy. I mean, Endubs reunion, very high ticket prices. It's just a big shame all round, really. Yeah, it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Hell in a handcart, isn't it? Hell yeah. in a handcart. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the difference is Pete is that Vanarama because they felt their reputation was being besmirched they snapped, stepped in right. and contributed to the fund for both sets of supporters to get their tickets subsidised okay, nice, so, so okay. basically the league have completely copped out of doing anything about it, it's in very much like in very much like the way but are they going to the... do it for N-dubs that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the question not. That is the Come on, Vanarama. Yeah, <sighs> do your part, everybody. Lovely old job. Right, it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. It's Pete's game. It's like Luke's game, but with me. Oh, yeah. I get a list of footballers. All you have to do is tell me where they've been playing all their lives. <laughs> <laughs> what a pithy and short intro. Do, do you get drunk on the power? Uh, no, I get drunk on the confusion. <laughs> but how to administer the game. <laughs> Andy is the champion. Yeah. Marcus, you're going to be kicking off first. Yay. A good game is a quick game, etc. <laughs> Are you ready, Marcus? I am. Glenn Hoddle. How many? Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. Four teams. Four teams. I need them. Yeah. What have you got for me, Marcus? Come on. Damn it all. Let's get into this uh, game nice and quick. Who he played for? Yes. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I'll give you all four. Will you? Good stuff. Hooky dokey. Let's have it, uh, Marcus Speller. Glenn Hoddle's four teams. Tottenham Hotspur. Monaco. Chelsea, Swindon Town. Come on! Thank and, you. And Andy was already clapping, so he knew all four as well. well Come on, Andy. Hey, this all is right. for Queen and Country Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> not, on, not on Jubbly Weekend. <laughs> Jubbly. Right. Uh, it's your turn. Okay. Are you confident, Andy? 
It's been a long I week. I You've been you, up I and down you, the country. You're, you're he's ad- the champ. He's always the champion. <laughs> is he confident? <laughs> your admin is a shambles, Donny. I haven't even got a pen and paper. Oh, no, did you need a pen no, and paper? Of course, you don't need a pen and paper. Why? What? Do I have to give you a pen no, and paper? You don't. You know the game's coming up. You got to prepare. I failure to prepare is prepared to fail, Correct, as they say. Peter, damn right. right. You're turning up without your shinny, son. You're not going to play. Thank goodness. This is against FA regs. Thank goodness we've got a host who's keeping the. Yeah. You know. Damn right. Absolutely. Fabian Delph. Oh, four teams. I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fancy. Four teams. Yeah, I'll give you a four. Oh, oh, lovely old job. I don't play that much, really. Uh, let's have them. Manchester City. Everton. Villa. Mm-hmm. Leeds. Good stuff. Well played. Well Lovely played. old job. Are we going to do all of them today? Are we going to do all of them? I know, it's a strong start, although... I'm telling you now, you're fucking not. Marcus <laughs> Speller. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgot the Leeds one. I'd, yeah. Spells, dog. Yes. Let's have a bit of Stuart Ripley. Six teams. Yeah, not going to do all six. <laughs> uh, Rippers. Oh, oh, Finn's coming in with a bit you. of paper. Oh, this is piss poor. Crutch. This is... Little Tom Cratchy with his crutch. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> 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 oh, Stuart man. Ripley let's have all six spells dog oh blimey no blimey <laughs> two two and mm-hmm. Andy's got to be able to do better than two Andy's got the bit look at, look at that look in his eye he's got three <laughs> I don't know if I have actually have you but I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go for it okay even, even though I don't think I have two let's have three no, you're going to have three you. Andy let's oh have... yeah <laughs> Unbelievable. What did he go for? Five? He was like, oh, I don't think I've got two. It's like, well, you've got to have yeah, three. Yeah, you've got to have three, man. Let's point. have three. Do you want three? you got three. Yes, you yeah. yeah. I said two. You've I'm going yeah. to have to go three. All right, then, Andy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. I'm going to say Blackburn Rovers. Yeah. That's his big one. Won mm-hmm. the league with them. Middlesbrough. Correct. Damn you, Brassel. <laughs> Three, three lawn teams and one permanent move. No, oh, you can't say that. That's yes, a clue. Can. You can't yes, say can. No, you no, can't. It's, 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 no, it's, it's not a clue. It's not, not a with clue. Ripley. It's not a clue, but like, you've got to be careful. <laughs> he doesn't need any help. Marcus, who's in charge of the game? Pipe down. Right. I'm going to say Carlisle United. <laughs> oh, Andy. Brilliant. Marcus Speller. Southampton? Uh, yes, he did play for Southampton. Blackburn and Southampton were my two. He also really because for... yeah, I only had the two. Yeah, he started his career at Middlesbrough, then went on to uh, Bolton Wanderers on loan, then Blackburn Rovers. Obviously, had a lovely time there. Southampton, Barnsley, Sheffield Wednesday, and then the sun burned him and he died. <laughs> <laughs> Very pale man. Uh, <laughs> we should say that he's still alive. He's still alive. I think he's a solicitor. I he say. is. Solicitor yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He burns. So he does. He does burn. Did he fight for Burnley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. He does a lot of uh, sunscreen. I don't want to tell you how to to lead this game, but you should be wise to move on. All right. Okay. Good. <laughs> Seat host. Right. Marcus, are you I ready? Think Andy's up, isn't he? Oh, sorry. Are you up for? Uh, sorry, because I. I'm always up. Andy, for it. come on. You, are you ready for a feast of football teams? Here we, here we go. Um, Eric Jemba Jemba, ten teams, please. There's some lovely names in there, and he's been all over the gaff. Right, I'm going to start with a little three. Okay, second little three, uh-huh. little three. Surely, with ten up for grabs, Marcus Feller. <laughs> There's no way. With I'm going ten for four. up for grabs, you're not going to go for four. No. Come on, man. No chance. Andy, do your three. Let's have three. Eric Jimba Jimba. No way. To be fair, it, there are some big teams in there, but Andy, let's go for three. Come on, Andy. Manchester United. Yeah. And I'm done. <laughs> Aston Villa. Yeah. Nantes. Oh, oh, he started oh, his career in Nantes. Well, Should I have said Nantes, Nantes. <laughs> Nantes, Nantes. Go on, who are the teams? Uh, start with Nantes. Uh, Manchester United, Aston Villa, Burnley, Qatar SC, or B in uh, Denmark, uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv, Partizan, St. Mirren. Uh, St. Mirren? Oh, Chennaiin in uh, India, Pesabaya, uh-huh. Chateaubriand. And then he yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he played for uh, Chateaubriand. F- FC Velo Belague, uh, yeah. which wasn't a pro team. So, so he played, he played for Chateaubriand, but he didn't play for Kobe. I mean, that's a bit I know, that's a bit isn't much, it? isn't it? He My could have goodness. been all over that My for crying out loud. Um, all right, well done. Uh, yeah, Mr. I had Manchester United, and I, there was another English star, and I would have probably 
yeah, Villa was a little bit, yeah, no, no okay. way was I getting four of them. <laughs> Lovely old job. Right, yeah. so uh, Marcus, you're up. I'm delighted I've taken Andy to the fifth set. I know. Uh-huh. Very, very Let's rare. Let's see if I can bring it home. Very, very rare. For Queen and Country. Kenwyn Jones, 11 teams. Ooh. Kenwyn Jones, Kenwyn Jones. His first club amuses me because it has a funny name. Boom. <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that we started with, with you know, guys that you could guess all the teams for. Yeah, okay, yeah. And now uh, we've really and gone then, off the then piece, Jemba, don't we? Jemba yeah. and Kenwyn Jones okay. has uh, ruined my Jubilee weekend. <laughs> um, Kenwyn Jones. Kenwin Jones. Now, this is one of those awful moments during this game where I think... Are you wearing a wire? Because you are just slowing this down. So, so is someone feeding you the... Is someone, is someone in the mainframe I said, tapping Kenwin away? Jones! <laughs> Stop tapping the table with your index finger. Yeah. <laughs> Not Phil Jones, Kenwin Jones! <laughs> um... Uh, after a valiant uh, attempt, I, I'm going to just have to sort of wince and play defensively and say two. Out of 11. I know. Andy Brassel, your move. Go on, Andy. I'm going to go three. Three. Thank now. You. Thank goodness for that. Uh, Andy, name your three. You're not going to You're not going to do Honestly, I, my, do my mind has gone completely and utterly blank. I completely understand. Thank you but I don't respect. No. <laughs> right. Andy, let's have your take. Come on, Andy, mess this up so I can bring it home for Queen and Country. Stoke. Yep, that's Marianne. me out of ideas. <laughs> that's All correct. That you did Stoke yep. over two periods. What you got, Andy? Have you hustled me, you little bastard? Oh, yes. Oh. I had one. I said two because I thought, this, I know he's going to say three. Has it worked? Because Andy is the champion for a reason and he grinds, he, he wins when he's playing badly. Okay, right. So have I, have I got my little ding for the Stoke? Yeah, it, it was, Marcus was shouting over it. <laughs> Can I have the ding again then, please? Yeah, you still only got one. It's, yeah, it's very yeah. important in terms of confidence. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Right. yeah, As people used to say with Raul, just because they replay him showing the goal 10 times, it doesn't mean he scored 10 goals. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Cardiff City. That is correct. We well the, done. It's the last frame Fantastic and the last stuff. black. <clears throat> Here we go, Andy. Sun- Sunderland. Oh. 94 appearances. Yeah. Round of applause. There it is. Uh, fair enough. As soon as you said Sunderland, I was like, oh yeah, so he did. Yeah. You see, I had a little thing there where I thought he's played for a few red and white stripies. Yeah. yeah. Am I getting my red and white stripies mixed up? Did he, <laughs> did he play for Southampton as well? He did play for Southampton. See, that's a lot of red and white stripies, that isn't is. it? Because that was my four. And then I knew Stoke and Cardiff and oh. I had a... I had a little, am I getting Southampton and yeah, Sunderland yeah, yeah. mixed up? He, I'm pretty sure well, he, he played, played for both. He, well, he played for Sheffield Wednesday. He could have played for United. Who did he play for? Uh, so he played, he started his career uh, in Joe Public. Nice. Joe Public. What no, a great name. That's yeah. a great name. Uh, w Connection. Right. Then off to uh, Southampton for 71 appearances. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday on loan. Stoke City on loan. Sunderland, Stoke City, Cardiff City, AFC Bournemouth, Al Jazeera on loan. Uh, Atlanta United and then Central. So uh, well done, Andy Brassel, for that there win. There we are. You good see, stuff. Took him to the final frame. It was a good game. That's why he's the champ, everybody. I enjoyed that. And the Queen's very unhappy that you didn't win this weekend. <laughs> very unhappy. The, oh, the no. real winner is administration and me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. You did that very well, Pete. Thanks, Marcus. Thoroughly enjoyed you. Heavy prompting from you. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. some heavy petting from Andy. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway, everybody. Have a wonderful Jubilee weekend, wherever you yep. are, of course. Uh, we'll be back next week for more Red Hot Football Chat. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Bye. Thank you, everybody. And why not listen to Gimme All Your Loving by ZZ Top as you go off into the weekend. <laughs> Lots of love. Might listen to I Need You by Endums. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.